Got it. There we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to a, another episode of Divi Chat. We are super excited that you are here and watching us live, or if you're watching the replay, we're glad you're watching the replay. Uh, today's a super special episode because we are talking about the highly anticipated Divi performance update. It just came out uh, last week, I think almost a week ago. And so, uh, and they've been rapidly putting out bug fixes since then. I think we're up to 4.10.4 last cool. I checked. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they're, they're doing a lot. And so this is a huge update, probably the biggest Divi update uh, for a really long time uh, because it drastically changes the way that Divi works uh, with dynamic CSS and JavaScript. We're going to be talking all about that soon. Uh, but before we dive in and start discussing this awesome new update, let's go ahead and meet the panel all the way from down under our pal, Sarah. Right oh, I didn't you. expect to be first. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd be last because I was down the bottom. Hey, guys, yeah. I'm Sarah Oates. I'm from Endure Web Studios. You can catch me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. I promise I get less croaky as we go. I only woke up 15 minutes ago. Just give me 15 <laughs> minutes and we'll be all good. Glad you're here, Sarah. I don't Sarah. have COVID. <laughs> so, so we'll go we'll go clockwise so mike seems like a point. random fact but thanks for sharing <laughs> it's the croaky like as soon as you cough or like anything like that everyone's like do you have covid yeah <laughs> they do hi everyone uh my name's mike devitt and uh, as tim said it's all about uh the new divi this week divi speed and this and the latest release that's caught our attention and i can tell you that should you ask us at web design pro to build a website for you It'll be faster than Usain Bolt, quicker than your new MacBook M1 Pro with all the apps you've downloaded through Setup, and speedier than Roadrunner with Wiley Coyote behind him attached to an Acme firework. Back to you, Tim. Wow. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Wow. I feel like we've got a new exactly. David, but just like a whole different kind of David. British. Yeah. yeah. I don't have enough time in my day to craft something that good. So <laughs> that's amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal it. Um, hey everybody. My name is Eric. I'm in Norfolk of Virginia and uh, very excited to be back on Divi chat and really looking forward to it and loving to see all the comments already gone. Just saw a couple people saying this is your first time here. So uh, if you are able to join us live, welcome, say hello in the chat. Glad to have you. Have we officially welcomed Eric as like a more regular member of our group? Not publicly. No, yeah, but it was a nice email though. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't even send an email. No, there was nothing. So in case you haven't noticed, Eric's been around a little bit more often. Uh, over time, we've had lots of different people and we've had bigger groups and smaller groups. And over time, people end up needing to like move on to other bits and pieces. And it ended up just being four of us. And we felt like, you know what? We need someone extra. And Eric was just such a delight that we were And Eric's like, very you know extra. <laughs> He's very what? I'm very what? Extra. You cut out there. I'm really nervous. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Is he like You said extra? we needed somebody extra. <laughs> and I was like, oh, right, right. He's so extra. No. But he is great. He's really knowledgeable, and it's really exciting to have another new member on our panel. So Eric's going to be around a lot more. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Stephanie. Uh, shall I? Okay. I didn't know that was like a little detour, but hey guys, I'm Stephanie <laughs> Hudson. If you are watching, I'm having camera problems. So like you can hear me and then you can see me. It's like a fun little mind trick I play, but anyway, don't let Mike start getting on me about my Mac. Anyway, you can find me at focuswp.co. That's uh, my company, FocusWP, where we outsource white label development, copywriting, design, admin, and video production so that you can offload all of these tasks and stick to doing what you love and grow your business. Awesome. And uh, my name is Tim Streifler, and you can find me online at divilife.com where I have all my Divi plugins, child themes, layouts, and tutorials. And I'm broadcasting from San Clemente, California. And I really quick before we dive in and, and, and start on this topic, I want to say if this is your first time watching Divi Chat, welcome. 
We are super excited that you are here. Uh, basically, Divi Chat in a nutshell, we have uh, a panel of uh, members of the Divi community, longstanding members that use Divi on a daily basis. And we discuss everything from, from Divi to uh, business to marketing to web design, everything in between. Uh, so definitely go back and look at our past episodes, Divi.chat or wherever you uh, like to consume podcasts or YouTube as well. We have a uh, backlog of several years worth of, of Divi chat episodes. Um, so today's topic, we're going to talk about how to get the most out of the new Divi performance update. And so I'll just give a really quick definition of what this update is. Um, if you're new here, I'm the definition guy. So I define the topic. And then usually what happens is one of the members of our awesome crew here jump in and basically fill up and all the things that I missed and screwed up. So, um, <laughs> so Divi 4.10 came out last week. It is a huge update because it drastically changes the way that Divi works. Uh, Divi has had a ton of updates over the last uh, well, I guess since it came out um, in 2013, I believe, right? Um, and so since then, Divi has been adding on features and adding on design tools and, and very cool uh, things that help you build better websites. The problem with that is all of that code was getting loaded on every page of your website every time, regardless of whether or not you were actually using those features. So if you were having, uh, if you were had a really basic website, Divi would still load all of the CSS and everything for the fancy drop shadows and animations and all of those different things. And so now Divi is 100% bloat free because of the dynamic CSS and dynamic JavaScript and all, all the, the cool uh, performance performance features that are now built into Divi. Now Divi only loads the things that you're actually using. So if you have a super simple basic page, Divi's not going to be loading all the bells and whistles like it used to. And so that is the benefit of Divi 4.10. However, it is a big update. And so there are things that uh, can go wrong and have gone wrong. And, and Divi is, or Elegant Themes is constantly adding new updates to fix those things. But uh, we want to kind of discuss what the update process has been and how to get the most out of it. So um, who wants to jump in first here on our panel uh, and tell a little bit about the update experience so far with Divi 4.10 plus? I'll tell a story. Yeah. Go. I had... Uh... I'm not a big early adopter on updates, big updates. So we were going to wait a week or so. And then I was working on a site, which was not a maintenance site. It was just um, a new client that just needed some optimizations done to their site. And we was added a new Friday? page and put... Mm -hmm. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we put a form on their site. And then all we had been testing things and stuff. And then all of a sudden, the form isn't displaying... On the Once we logged out, we realized it wasn't displaying on the front end. And we're like, well, what's that all about? So we're like, well, let's just clear cache. So we clear cache and like everything on the site broke. And then we go and I'm like, what is happening? What? And it's like, this is one of those things where it's like, I didn't actually break it, but it happened on my watch. So now it's yeah. six o'clock on a Friday night and I'm fixing no! it. And it turns out the previous developer, or he still does some work on the site, had turned on auto updates. And so it had updated. And because there is so much to do with the delivery of CSS, that there were some early conflicts with some caching situations. And so it was kind of a nightmare. And we couldn't get through to get the hosting login because it was the weekend. And oh, it was a stressful, it's a little bit of a stressful one for me that time. But they've since done two more update point updates since then. But um, the, I have noticed, though, that sometimes if you are relying on code that was loading on all pages that wasn't necessary, according to Divi, now sometimes those things wouldn't display. That was, mm. that was sort of the, in addition to the caching, that was sort of the other thing that I noticed. I don't know if you guys saw mm. that. Yeah. I think that um, elegant themes over the last couple of years, particularly... Divi's been very quiet on the update front through through the pandemic. Um, and they kind of lulled us into this false sense of security a little bit with, oh, it'll be all right, everything's going to be okay. Yeah, this is just another little update as, as you go. We knew this one wasn't going to be that. But 
Um, I'm trying to think of the last one that we had that was, Sarah, you're very good at remembering. 4.2. Was it 4.2? Was it 4.2? 4.7, Yeah. But we had one that was, was a particularly difficult one. Um, but since since then, most of the updates aren't anywhere near on this scale. This has just been huge. And yeah. so you always go into a mindset when something like this is coming along. A first thing you do before you do anything else is the backup or and check the backup. And it's a, I know we say this a lot. We say this on Divi Chat all the time, but it's so important. It just gives you that that feel good factor or that just that little bit of security before you start. The other thing and uh, a feature of a lot of the forums over the last uh, week or so is that as people have been rolling forward and been relying on the Divi rollback instead of their backup, um, mm. then obviously you can only go back one. So if you then roll forward and you roll into um, point four version as it is now, so we've had right. those four four changes, the last one being yesterday, then you're only going to go back to three. So you're still stuck in that situation. So huge advice. I've never used rollback before, but I've kind of always wondered. And I think a lot of people on the forums have been talking about that they're set to auto update their themes, which I didn't even know you could. I knew you could set auto update to WordPress. I knew you could set it to plugins, but I didn't even know you could set it to themes but it sounds like a lot of people have auto updates set for Divi which really mm. surprised me because I kind of like I would never auto update Divi <laughs> after previous experiences but obviously a lot of people have set it to auto update and they're not going to be able to do that rollback and unless they've got daily backups just running every single day then you know that could be a hazardous situation I guess which a yeah, lot of people yeah. seem to have found themselves in. Yeah, good point. Even the regularity of your back, your regularity of your backups—that's a really good point. Um, but just as a, you know, a standard before you do anything, get that backup before you start. Yeah, I I like to I highly recommend what what Mike is saying with backups, and and I do backups at the server level primarily, and sometimes having redundancy with a, a backup plugin as well. But I always test updates in a staging environment first. And so if you're, depending on, on where your, your website's hosted, I use uh, typically WP Engine and Flywheel. Well, it's one-click staging where you can copy your live site to your staging site, and then you can test updates and see how it works in kind of a... Uh, like closed off environment. No one can see it. It's not affecting your live site. Um, however, I do want to say that with staging environments, typically it's not going to mirror exactly your live setup. Um, so a lot of the, the servers will automatically deactivate the server level caching. So you might be testing things and say, hey, this works great. And then you push the changes or, or, or do the updates again on the live site. And then all of a sudden something isn't working right. And it's because there's a whole other layer, layer of cache, which you weren't factoring in. And especially with a performance update, that is even more important. Yeah. So uh, just I've be aware of that. that. Not even this kind of thing, but like I had an issue with a WooCommerce automatic, uh, like, splitting up payments and it was the same thing we were testing on staging it was perfect on staging but it kept failing on live site and when we ended up just giving up on the plugin because we could not nail it down but it's that thing of like sometimes staging and this update with divi a lot of people's issues are getting resolved with clearing a bunch of caches and so it could be that you test on staging and it's still when you run it live it's not necessarily Obviously, the longer you wait, the more they're going to fix all this stuff. But, mm -hmm. yeah, if caching is an issue, this one on staging may not be, you know, everything that's cracked up to be, unfortunately. If you want to hear us all say the word caching and caching differently, a lot of times we have an episode. <laughs> Just have me on the back, episode. 202, <laughs> we talked a lot about caching and uh, images and stuff. But that's where we started to describe all the different layers of caching all the different places, caching or caching. Yeah, there, yes. there's a lot in the the Divi uh, CSS static CSS generation cache. That's a big one to clear, and so I can't tell you how many support tickets that my company has had related to our products. Oh, after I updated. 
to the latest version, it broke, you know, the pop-ups and Divi overlays or whatever. And then we, we log in and just click that one button to clear Divi's CSS file generation cache. And then it solves everything. So like, yeah, it's super important to, to do that one, especially because that's kind of like everything Divi. And so, um, but, yeah. but just clear it if it's already active, because that actually, that story I told, uh, the dev went in, because I just said, oh, the form isn't showing. Can you figure this out? And he went to clear different caches, and he goes into Divi. The static CSS wasn't enabled, and so he enabled it. And cleared it and turned it off again. And that's when it just wrecked everything. So if it's not on, like, don't turn it back on if you're running into these kind of conflicts. Yeah. Awesome. Um, anyone else want to talk about their update experience with 4.10? Uh, it's been a I mixed a... bag. Oh, go ahead. You go. Oh, uh, mine's I'm... really small. Like, I've only done it on a dev site. Like, that's it. So I'm working on a dev site. I'm too scared to do it on any live sites. I'm not touching it for a while. Um, so I'm using Generally, what happens when a new Divi update comes out, whatever site I'm deving on, that's the site I update. And I just start playing around. And if I notice any big issues, because I tend to use the same set of plugins a lot of the time. So that's where it's going to kind of show up for me. So I updated. It was like the most stupid small thing. But this site has heaps of things that overlap. So I'm using tons of negative margin, like heaps all over the place. And I had it and it looked beautiful. And then when I updated, one of the negative margins now sits on top of another section and it wasn't before. And I was like, what is going on? And that was the only thing that had changed. So I did ask um, the support and they were very unhelpful. (laughs) And they just told me it was because it was sitting in a different row and therefore it could not. Um, interact in the way that I was trying to make it interact. I know they've got a lot to deal with, so I've just left it and I've dealt with it another way. Uh, It's fine. It's not the end of the world, but it was just a really odd little quirk that I noticed, which was that a negative margin that was working with Z index layering was working and now it doesn't work. So I know that's like a random small thing, but other than that, like on a dev site, you don't really notice a lot anyway. And I wouldn't say I've noticed huge speed improvement, that, but that's because it's on a dev site anyway. So, you know, but that's my own experience. So Eric, you're going to have tons more than me. It's been a, a mixed bag of results. Um, we've updated about 60 sites and um, the Thank simplest, you. the simplest sites amazing, amazing results. Um, you know, just great things like that. Uh, we had two sites where we had some issues. Uh, Christian uh, is our, our go-to repair guy, and he wrote uh, a little snippet of code that fixed that. I don't, I don't, I, I shared it with Tim and you, I don't really know Christian what it is. Vantoff. Yeah. So yeah. Th- you heard it here, everybody. If you have trouble with your Divi site. <laughs> That's right. No, don't, don't, don't call him because I need. No, I'm gone. <laughs> so selfish. No, I know, I know. No, he's great. Um, but I personally love big updates like this. Um, it is an amazing opportunity to email all of your clients. So we emailed all of our clients that are on our maintenance and hosting. Said, you know, told them this big update was going to come out or was coming out. It's going to make their website so much better. In fact. We need you to go look at your website. Um, even if we haven't got around to it yet, they don't need to do that. Just need to go look at your website, make sure everything still looks good. And now's a great time to check your are your hours up to date, is your team up to date, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. These kinds of updates always lead to a couple thousand dollars in updates generally. You know, okay. somebody will email like, oh, you know, I've been meaning to email you anyways. We want to add this new thing. We want to do this. And so... It's just a, I I love these updates because it always means, for me anyways, money. And I like that. Yeah, that's (laughs) such a good point. Yeah, using, leveraging these updates, basically leveraging the hours and hours and hard work from the Elegant Themes team to then benefit your clients, but also benefit you as the business owner to be able to to get work out of it. Everybody wins. It's, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. It's also um, putting the work on them to double check that everything looks okay because I think one of the things we've talked around about a lot of times is the fact that it's not actually our responsibility to make sure the form continues to work forever or, you know, that things don't look off. We're not looking at their site every single day. So being able to put that back on them 
you know, if you are updating 60 sites, it'd be great to have 60 clients looking at their sites telling you, oh, actually this thing, like my form's suddenly not showing up. That looks really weird. Um, and it's putting it back on them. Um, I had a bit of a legal issue a couple of years ago and um, the main thing that I was taught about... Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, no, but in chatting to a lawyer about it, it was really helpful because the biggest thing I learned from him was if if you are doing something for a client, it's really important that you're always putting the ball back in their court. He explained it a little bit like tennis. Like if they come to you and say, can you do this thing? You need to go back to them and either say, yes, I've done the thing or no, I can't do the thing, but it's your job to make sure you serve back in tennis. Like it's your job to always put it back to them to say, yes, I did the thing. No, I didn't do the thing. Yes, I can do it. I will do it. And then you need to obviously come back and say, I did it or I didn't do it. But in terms of updates, being able to put that ball in their court of saying, we have done this really big update. Can you please check that everything's looking good? Then they can't come back to you in a month and be like, my site's been broken for a month and this is your fault because you've put the ball in their court of saying, we've done this update, we've done some checks, but it's your job to make sure everything's looking good, that then you're not going to find yourself in any issues a month down the track when they're suddenly like, it's been broken for a month and you've cost my business however much money because it's been broken for whatever. Um, so I right. think, you know. So big updates like this. Thing, but it's a good, it's yeah. helpful. Yeah, this is, and this is a built-in opportunity to do that. I don't do that. I, I try not to do it more than like, you know, once every four to six months. Um, yeah. You know, you don't want to bug people with it like that. But it's a great opportunity. And I, we always get people, oh, yeah, so-and-so is not here anymore. I need this updated. Or we're, we're no longer offering this service. Or a restaurant was like, oh, that our, our menu's two months old. I'm sorry. And normally they end up say, being are the ones saying, I'm sorry, I forgot to get this to you. And I'm like, I don't really care, but you know, no worries. Let me help you. So that's what I was thinking about too. Like with what Sarah was saying, if you reach out to them uh, and they come to you and are like, oh, thank you for letting me know to check it because X, Y, Z needs done as opposed to they notice it on their yeah. own and they call you and say, yes. this is broken. Why isn't it? You know, it's yeah. just, it's the same exact yeah. situation, but it completely switches the framing of it. And yeah. yeah, just by being proactive about it, it just shows that you're doing a good job managing their website. So assuming this yeah. is a maintenance plan customer, now you've just like earned the next year's subscription for that maintenance plan because they're like, oh, wow, like look how active my web designer is by staying on top of these things and, and getting me to update my team and my menu or whatever it may be. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, one thing I want to talk about is the actual performance tab inside of Divi theme options. Cause I think a lot of people don't realize that it's there all of a sudden they update yeah. something breaks. And, um, I, I do support elegant themes decision to enable those things by default because, uh, they do make such a big difference with performance. However, it's not an all or nothing type of thing. So if you do, um, do the backup and stuff like we talked about, like Mike talked about, or you test it on staging. Um, and then, uh, you know, you do update and something goes wrong. You don't necessarily have to immediately roll back the update or the, the Divi version. You can actually go into the performance tab and start testing, uh, toggling off the different options in there and seeing what fixes what and, and so forth. Um, and the benefit of that is you might be able to benefit from, uh, 90% of the performance update and then just turn off the one thing that's breaking, you know, whatever functionality that way you can still have a speed boost while everything is still working. And then once whatever issue is resolved, then you can turn everything on. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, that, ahead, that I had a, an experience with one of my sites where, um, turning off the dynamic uh, module framework and the dynamic CSS, um, fixed the issue. So I only needed to toggle a couple of things off, but I still got the critical CSS loaded. So um, I then had a look via FTP at the um, ET cache folder um, to see what the dynamic module framework and the dynamic CSS was actually doing. Um, so it's always quite handy to have a look and just, just have a look and see what these things are doing. Um, oh, good. Um, We've got a bit of a sharing screen. Sorry, here. I didn't. I didn't mean for it to jump up and interrupt you, Mike. I just wanted to. No, say that's that, okay. That that's cool. We don't always 
share screens. In fact, we usually don't because so many of our listeners are audio only. But I thought for this, maybe I'd just pop up the screen here. So if you are listening, you can jump over to YouTube or Facebook and watch the replay and see it. But um, continue, Mike, and then maybe I'll just yeah. So I'll those first two if options. You want to refer that... to anything? Yeah. Thanks, Stephanie. So th- those first two options, the dynamic module framework and the dynamic CSS with a few of the third party uh, plugins um, that uh, haven't, the developers haven't yet sort of uh, got around to having a look at those plugins. Um, turning those two things off was really, really helpful. Um, I had a very similar thing in, in some ways to what Sarah was talking about, where it was just, it was just a few of the um, styling things were just off. So having done all of the usual things of going and clearing out as many caches as I could, checking absolutely everything because that's always your default stance as you've um, you know um, completed a, a website update, I then turned to this performance tab, had a look at it and thought, okay, I'm going to start off by just turning these two things off, having a look and see what's happened. It, it worked straight away. So then I switched them back on just to see what was also going on in the back end as well. Um, so really, really helpful just to have that um, those options there. Um, and you don't necessarily, obviously, ideally, you keep all of these on. And as Eric was saying, you know, so many sites, these had he's seen this massive improvement. Um, but all I would do is just make a note that you've turned them off when the plugin developers caught up, um, updated their plugin, go back in try switching them back on again after the plugin's been updated and and see if if that's all fixed and then you've got the full um full performance update boost i have a question and i don't know who might know or not know this answer but with wp engine uh, not wp engine with wp rocket for what is it is that it yeah wp rocket um when you're logged in you, it's not cached, but when you're logged out, it is cached. And so it's really helpful because you can go incognito and you see what the world sees, but then when you're working on things, it's not cached. And so you don't have to worry about like clearing the cache 500 times. Do you know anybody, it, does this do the performance when you're logged in as well as when you're logged out or just when you're logged out? And so therefore, how can people test whether stuff is in action, are they needing to test incognito or is it also when you're logged in? I believe, and feel free, uh, anyone else uh, to correct me, but I believe that all of the performance updates are still active even when you're logged in. Uh, I was testing something today and uh, at least part of it, at least the dynamic module framework in uh, CSS and JavaScript uh, were, were active logged in. And so I I didn't need to do an incognito in order to test this one specific yep. thing that I was testing because it's not like, like WP rocket where it's actually caching. Um, these yep. features aren't actually a cache. Uh, there's the, the Divi uh, CSS static generation cache, but besides that, it's not a typical cache like WP rocket has right. or okay. different servers have. We've got a and couple questions in that the cache? chat guys. Cause there's no oh, clear button. For the CSS, for the static CSS? Yeah. There is. Yeah, there's a static. button for that. Where is it? I'll show it to you. Yeah, and Since I wonder if we're going to move it today. because they left it in the same spot, but I feel oh, like now it's still it, in the general tab. No. It's yeah. under builder. It? In builder. That's so Advanced. stupid. Why didn't Advanced. they move it all to performance? So if it was static, if this was enabled, it would have a button. Right. Yeah, it. I never have that turned on anyway. Okay, that makes sense. I don't, I don't understand other... why they didn't move that all together. That's crazy. There's, anyway. there's one other place that you get the static CSS file generated, and that's on the page as well. So when, you, uh, when you're in the visual builder, to the right of the visual builder, there's a cog. Click on the cog, go to, I think it's either performance or advanced, and you'll see that um, static CSS can be switched on also on the page. So if you need to switch it off, switch it off. Right. Cool. That's good to know. I didn't know that one. Page. Hey, so just- let's... You guys, if you've got questions, keep keep them coming. We'll get to as many of them as we can. Um, so, you want to throw up the one from Ken C? Yeah, it's a couple people. Sort of. He has two. They're kind of similar. Should we disable those caching plugins and plugins that schmush? So, schmush. images. I, Does Divi <laughs> theme automatically do this, or do we need to do anything? That's a 
excellent, excellent question. And the answer is no, Divi does not do the same thing that a caching plugin does, that a, an image optimization compression plugin does. It only does the Divi asset. So the Divi CSS, the Divi JavaScript, that sort of thing, um, the stuff that's generated by Divi modules. So um, Nick himself said, and I'm going to read this, it's a quote uh, from a comment on the original blog post for the 4.10 release. He said, you can keep using your performance plugins as it's still very important to cache your website and use a CDN. These Divi performance improvements only apply to Divi and not third-party plugins. So your performance plugins may benefit you in other areas outside of Divi. So um, I think if you have a very, very basic site that doesn't have a lot of images, doesn't have a lot of extra functionality with plugins, then you might not need a performance plugin. However, if you do have a lot of images, a lot of content, you have a lot of extra functionality, a lot of things that are separate from Divi, then even more so you're going to need a performance plugin. And uh, <laughs> Sarah, you've, you've stirred something up here with your... I never turned that on. Oh, what are I'm the sorry. pros and cons Let of me turning explain the why I don't well, use it. Okay, but let me read the question so that those okay. who are not watching can hear it. What are the pros and cons of turning the static CSS generator on or off? Is there a reason why Sarah never turns it on? This is Kevin Shahan. I'm sorry if I've caused issues here. Everyone do what you want. Personal preference, <laughs> test, 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 see what you think, blah, blah, blah. The reason I turn it off is because WP Rocket does such a kick-ass job that I just feel like it's doubling up in areas it doesn't need to double up in. Like I'm already creating static CSS inside WP Rocket and it's one less thing to have to go and clear if things go wrong. So if stuff gets changed, I don't want to have to go into the Divi section. My clients don't even have access to the Divi theme area. Um, and so I don't want to, sorry, the Divi theme options. I don't give that access to my clients because they don't need it they're gonna kill something so I don't give access to that so then they can't clear the cache so I always turn it off because I think WP Rocket does a really good job without it and I don't really want to have to debug in multiple yeah. places if I had a super 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 simple site and they weren't on maintenance and they just had Divi they literally had nothing other than Divi then sure, I would probably use it and not even worry about WP Same Rocket here. or another cache. Yep. But if I'm using WP Rocket, I'm not also using the static CSS from Divi because I feel like it doubles up in an unnecessary way. I could be wrong, but I have just, if I've ever had issues and then I've gone and turned that off, the only time I do use it actually is I had one site, we weren't using WP Rocket, we were using some other cache that was built in from the actual server and we were having issues with the uh, header. Um, you know how you can create your own header? We had created our own header and we had this issue where the logo was like loading full size and then resizing in because it was, it was an SVG and mm -hmm. Elegant Themes told me to turn it on and it did fix the issue. And so what I had to do was turn it on and then go visit all the pages and then the issue completely went away. And so in that one circumstance, we did turn it on for that reason and I kind of keep that in my back pocket. But um, that is the reason I don't. It doesn't mean you can't use it. That's just the reason I don't. I think it's easily missed, isn't it, as well? It's one of those things that because it's not in your face now, as is the performance tab now, is much more. Um, and you yeah. would expect to see it there. And I, I, I think it would be great if they did move it into there. So it's kind of like something that when you're building a site and you, you might have a problem and you think, oh, I didn't turn the static CSS file generator off when you're trying to work out, you know, what issue you've, you've, you're trying to deal with in, with something that's not updating properly. And you think, oh, I know what I've done. But if it was there, then it may be that option of just being able to toggle it on and off um, and Miro asked the question also uh, in the chat um, about um, if you turn it off uh, within the theme options, does it turn it off on the page? Uh, the answer to that is no, it doesn't. So um, I've yeah. seen I, that for myself. Yeah, I, wanted to so. I want to share again. I was actually just seeing that as well. If we, um, if I share this uh, other screen, this is a page on my agency site here um, and you already saw that I didn't have um, 
the CSS turned on. When I hit the cog in the Divi Builder on the back end of a page, and I go to Advanced, Performance, and then Static CSS File Generation is turned on. So that's a really interesting little thing. I didn't know that was there. Thanks for sharing (laughs) that. It's not turned on for every page when you've got it turned off in the themes, is it? Because that would be ridiculous. This is literally like I never have turned this on on purpose, and it's off in the theme options. I, maybe, I'd be questioning maybe it's, that. Maybe Go it's so it. that if you check one of your sites, Go open you have it on no, that's in not what theme I mean, options, Steph, you can turn sorry. it off there, but yeah. not the other way well, around. I think it's in my mind, and I could be completely wrong, but I it would be ridiculous if you had to turn it off on every single page if you had it I off agree. on the theme but i think if it's in the main thing and you have it turned on that you could turn it off on individual pages yeah i I think it's an option i don't think it's saying that it is on on every like we'd need to obviously ask elegant themes but from a technical like that would be ridiculous if it was on on every single page if you had 400 pages and you had to turn it off on every single individual page it has to just be you wouldn't be happy no yeah something i want to clarify really quick uh Sarah asked if the performance updates are active when you're mm-hmm. logged in. And I said, yes. Nelson mentioned if you're inside of the visual builder, so you're logged in with the visual builder active, then those performance updates are not active. Uh, so just to be clear Okay, so on this that. is super interesting, right? Because when I was in the visual builder, my Z-index thing was working perfectly. And then when I was not in my... Divi Builder. So if I just went to the page, I was still logged in. I still have my bar across the top. Then it was sitting on top of the text when it in the Same Divi here. Builder, it was sitting under the yep. text. And I was like, "What the hell?" Like, <laughs> so that that yeah. would make sense of that. That answers yep. it. Then yeah, thanks, Nelson. Yep. By the way, guys, for those of you who are not new, we normally don't flounder around and wonder all these things all the time. <laughs> this is all. This is a lot of new stuff. I mean, we do. New. We do screw a lot of stuff up. Let's be honest. Oh, but, there's a lot of things we don't Yeah, know. most of the things I think people me. learn from us are from the stuff that we've screwed up in all of our mistakes. So <laughs> right. we'll keep them coming. We have no shame. We share it all. Yeah. <laughs> we got a something from Hotspot Digital here saying, I just checked now the page level static CSS is enabled even though my main static CSS is off. Yeah, I so I think the setting shows it, and I think as Sarah mentioned, it's so you can turn it off page by page, but not turn it on page by page. So if you have it on in theme options, that gives you the ability to turn it off on specific pages. But if you have it off in theme options, then you can't turn it on. They page should, by page. from a technical perspective, they should, they should have hide it grayed it. out. Yeah, when, totally. When you have it turned off in your theme options, it should be grayed out so it's Call not Nick. an option you can interact yeah. with. But One thing I, I do want to say about the static CSS is, according to Nick Roach, there is no reason ever to turn it off, um, and that there's a, a ton of benefits to to having it on, and that other certain things might not work correctly if you have it off. Um, I can't really expand on that too much, but that's according to Nick, and so he said most other themes or page builders don't give you the ability to turn it off, and so. Right. I don't know if that means that they might in the future not let you turn well, it my off. My sites aren't broken, but do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, like, I'm, don't take my advice and everyone start turning it off. If it's meant to be on, that's fine. I'm not going to start turning mine on. My recommendation to Elegant Themes, because of course they're listening, not, um, would be that they should have a way to clear that cache up in the bar. Like, you yeah. know, like so that you can yeah. give your clients the ability to actually clear that cache because otherwise clients have to know how to go into that spot to clear the cache and I just think that's unrealistic and also I don't want to give access to my clients to have that ability to go into that section so that is my reasoning for doing it Um, maybe at some point they can give us a button that will allow people to clear that cache I think one thing that sorry sorry Tim go Really quick about that. I think there are things that will trigger that cache clearing. Like if you update WordPress or Divi, it'll clear that cache. Um, I don't know yeah, if you... How are you doing that? Uh, yeah. I And then if you pub, uh, update a page or publish a new page, it might as well. Okay. I, I could be wrong. I remember, um, again, I think it was Nick saying that it happens. Uh, but anyways, this is a frequent 
thing, a frequent debate that people mm. talk about. Some people swear by having it off all the time and some people, you know, swear by having it on. So I don't know if there's yeah. necessarily a right or wrong answer. Your, your mileage may vary, but I think at the end of the day, it comes down to testing, test it with it on, test it when it's off. Or what I think to be the best is when you're building and developing, keep it off keep a lot of your caching off. And then once mm. you're actually ready to take the site live and start optimizing, then start enabling all the layers of cache and optimization. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say yeah. that the server level cache being cleared, uh, I mean, that isn't one that we normally have to go to, right? Normally we can cache it in the browser. We can cache it through our plugins and that usually does the trick. But what I really needed on that big change and that site that went down was, uh, I mean, we rolled back to a previous install and things like that, but it didn't resolve the display issues until it was cleared at the server level. Yeah. Just as a heads up. So for, because just, of this one. Just running back to what Tim said at the top of the show, which was that, um, you know, when we had Nick on, Nick was, was, was talking to us about the um, timeline for Divi and what they were doing with Divi. And so this is just a stage here. That Divi is, you know, Nick was talking about, you know, uh, a timeline that, that there'll be a brand new version of Divi. This is a stage in, in Divi's process that is um, come at a good time um, to deal with everything to do with Google's update. As we know, it's not a panacea. It's not going to be something that's going to just change everybody's um, ranking overnight because we know that it's more than just core web vitals but it does tick a yeah. box for elegant themes. Um, so it's been a huge success in my eyes for, yeah. for, for, for them to have achieved this, um, bearing in mind that they were building on something that they've um, had for a long time. So what he's looking at is obviously uh, a brand new version of Divi in the future, but that this, this gives them a little bit of breathing room before they move forward with the next version. Yeah, and which, I is, think which helps update explain update why it cause... isn't why this isn't version five, right? This is yeah, yeah, four ten. And any big um, update is going to cause a few issues along the way. I don't know if for anyone else who uses WP Rocket out there, they are making big changes at the moment, and the reason they're doing that is because they're trying to get ahead of all the Google stuff as well. So they're trying to help us answer the questions. But I've had two sites with issues with WP Rocket's updates, and I've had to turn the caching way down on WP Rocket because it has over, it's suddenly, I didn't change anything, but with the updates, it's suddenly changed um, two of my sites not displaying blog posts correctly. And so I've you had mean to pull the caching. WP right Rocket's back. updates or the Divi updates? Yeah. Right? No, WP Rocket. So my point with that is there are a lot of people trying to make performance updates at the moment because they're trying to really enhance things. And that's great. And it's fabulous. And we want to turn everything on. But the issue with that is that when we turn everything on, sometimes sites that seem like they're not going to break suddenly have issues. And by pulling it back on WP Rocket, those sites were then fine. And they're still running really fast because WP Rocket is enhancing things already. And so with these Divi updates, Sure, some things might break if you have everything turned on. But like Mike said, if you turn a couple of things off, it's still going to run better than it was before. It's still an advance forward. And yes, it's annoying that we have to like debug these things and work out. But ultimately, it's pushing us forward, even if we can't use all of the features right at the moment because of the way it interacts with all the other plugins we've chosen to use. So I think sure. like go easy on Alien Themes because even if it feels frustrating that things aren't, working like you were hoping they were going to work it, we're still moving forward and it's a really big step forward and yes there will be bugs and that's why we always say don't update straight away so like if you've chosen to update and then you're frustrated that things aren't perfect well maybe you should have held off a little bit longer but if you're willing to live with that discomfort you wanted to update you're excited about it and things are mostly okay but just a little buggy well that's okay mm -hmm. like you knew it was going to happen so just this is the mom speaking right yeah. now, you guys. I'm so <laughs> sick of seeing people in the Facebook groups yeah, it's who were whinging, 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 whinging. When is the update coming? When is the update coming? And then the update comes and they're like, it's not working properly or this thing's a little buggy or I have to have one thing turned off and that's unfair. Like 
stop whinging. Just like be happy with the fact that there is progress. And yes, it's going to be bumpy. Of course, it's going to be bumpy. If you thought it wasn't, you were fooling yourself. This is not a security update, you guys. This is an option. You don't have to to update today. This is not something that is super important because it's going to plug holes or, you know, fix security issues or whatever. So this is totally an optional one. And I wanted to just sort of reiterate too. Oh, go ahead, Tim. I can come back to it. Well, I I was going to say, I think Sarah's point really is uh, well said, by the way, but it brings up the point that we can't pass the buck of optimization to Elegant Themes, Divi, to WP Rocket, um, as website owners, as web designers that are managing client sites, at the end of the day, it's our responsibility. Divi's performance update and WP Rocket or Swift or Hummingbird, whatever you use, those are just tools, but you still need to learn how to optimize. So just turning something on and flipping a bunch of switches and being like, why doesn't it work? That's just not how web development works. You need to understand what's happening. You need to learn how to, you know, break down the page and GT metrics and look at what's happening and and why certain things are 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 working the way it is. Look at your waterfall. Yeah, look at your waterfall and what's loading, what's Mm. taking a long time. Both GT metrics and PageSpeed, Google's PageSpeed Insights, will, will give you really good report of why your score is what it is and give you uh, things that you can change. And it might look like a foreign language at first, but the more you kind of dig into it and, you know, copy and paste what it's uh, saying and in, in, uh, into Google, and then you'll have a bunch of articles that it will tell you how to correct it. Um, you know, learn those steps because it will make it better right now, but also in the future as new performance things happen. And so, yeah, that that's that's all I can say about that. I think it's yeah, uh, it's people will will expect the tool to do everything, and that's just unfortunately not how it works. Yeah, also totally on agree. that, um, th- there are options um, in so when you're in Divi theme options under general under performance. I mean, this is all the way through Divi. I people don't always use them, but I find them quite useful. There are tooltips. So if you're looking through these like dynamic icons, what the hell is dynamic icons? If you hover over it, there's a little question mark. And if you click on that, it'll explain to you what it is. So like my recommendation would be go through all of those and work out, okay, well, what do all these things do? Like rather than like randomly turning stuff on and off, some of them are reasonably obvious, but some of them probably won't be so obvious. So, you know, why not start learning what these toggles actually do and then decide, you know, whether or not and then you might be more informed if a site breaks you might be like well this is to do with the icons so perhaps i'll turn the icon one off you know it might yeah. make it a little more obvious if you get to know what they are yeah it's part and, and of your personal thing, learning curve isn't it i, I saw yeah. a couple of people yeah. saying oh they they had a good score and then they update and then the score is bad um yeah make sure you've cleared again all the caches and then another thing that's important is like rebuilding your cache. I think I heard, saw Nick mention calling yeah. it priming your cache. I'd never heard it described that way. But basically, you have to give the cache, all the caches time to rebuild. Otherwise, the speed test then is loading it and it's dynamically building it, which is the opposite yeah. of the purpose of a cache. And so you need to, so basically load the page in your browser incognito, in your incognito window Do incognito first. first. Yes. <laughs> so that it can build, build the cache and then... Um, and then you can do the speed test. And don't just test it once. Test it like five or six times uh, to really get a feel for it. Like sometimes I'll test it and be like, wow, it just scored an F when it was an A, you know, 20 minutes ago. And then I realized, oh, okay, it was just a fluke or the cache needed to be rebuilt. And so I need to retest it again. So that might like solve all your problems right there. You think there's an issue. It's not really an issue. It's just you got to let the cache it's time. And yeah. Just for a quick refresher on, because we keep saying all the cla- all the caches, and so you can you can do this in your browser. Um, you can use uh, like an extension in Chrome to do it. There's one that Mike told us about on the caching episode. I think it was. It's called Clear Cache. Yeah, uh, cleverly named. It looks like a little recycle symbol that will clear the browser cache for you. Another trick I like is to go into inspect mode in Chrome. And then if you right click the refresh button, you'll have three options. One is empty cache and hard reload. 
which also does a nice job of dumping everything, giving you a fresh load. Of course, Incognito um, loads it without the cache from your other browsers. I feel like the other two things work better for me. But those are the browser, that's the browser cache. If you've got plugins installed like WP Rocket, things like that, those need to be cleared right from that plugin. If you have, you know, SiteGround, they put their SG optimizer in there or some, you know, most of the hosts have a caching plugin that comes along with their hosting that needs cleared. And then of course there's the server where you can go and um, you have to go to the server level, log into the hosting account and have it cleared from there. And the Divi one, sorry, I skipped that one. I went out of order. The Divi cache too. So there's a lot of places that things can be cached. And when you're dealing with an update like this, that, I mean, what a cache is, is it's holding these files in an easily accessible place, basically, so that you don't have to download every little tiny bit every single time. So if you figure that those things that it's holding for you are fundamentally changing, you can see how things could get goofed up in how it displays if you've got conflictions, right? So the the real file, the real styles now are different than this cached version. Well, which one is your browser grabbing? It could give you really inconsistent results. It could make things look broken that aren't, or it could make things actually break. So there's lots of, there's lots of layers to that. And it, but it isn't overly scary. It's just like we always say, if you just take the time to understand what's going on, then you can tackle it. You can troubleshoot it and tackle it like a developer, you can be a geek about it and yeah. it, it'll be okay. Exactly. I, I posted in the, the live chat, uh, I have a, a tutorial that talks about that exactly, Stephanie, how to clear all your caches and everything and show screenshots. That one, Tim. Different posting stuff. Mode. <laughs> What's that? Great. There you go. Yeah, that is, one, yeah. yeah just... Remember that. Yeah, got it, everyone? <laughs> Memorize that URL. For those on, for those on the you... podcast. <laughs> Yeah, if you're listening, it's Tim's site, divilife.com, and the, oh, where'd it go? I was going to read it. I'll put it back. Okay, yeah. How to clear all your caches on your Divi WordPress website. No, no, no. It's it's divilife.com slash how dash to dash clear dash. (laughs) (laughs) Just maybe go to Divi Life and search the blog for cash. We'll put it in the show Uh, Steve French in Facebook has asked, do you need to use a CDM if you're delivering content to the country where the server is located? We talked a little bit about this in a couple of episodes previously. Everyone, like, again, it's it's a testing thing, um, but... The thought there is if you have a really good quality host, that will make all the difference. If that quality host happens to be located near the people who are using your website, there is no need for a CDN. If you've got good quality hosting, good quality caching going on, and the server is located physically in the same country as the people who are looking at it, it's, if anything, sometimes a CDN can make it slower for the people who are actually trying to access it because the CDN is located maybe in another country. Uh, so really, if you are serving up to the same people located near you, that's not something that you need. But again, test it out. Like I had a site that was a really popular site. I wanted to make sure it was optimal. I was happy to pay for a CDN. I tested it out for a couple of months. Wasn't any better got rid of the CDN. So you can always do the tests and just see what it's like. But if you have something worldwide, it's going to make a massive benefit for you to have a CDN. So every website will be individual, but honestly, good quality hosting is going to be the very first step. If you've got really crap hosting, you will need a CDN to be able to support that really crap hosting. Sorry. Yeah. Well said. One thing going back to clearing caches really quick about the browser cache, cannot stress enough the importance of clearing yeah. your browser cache because <laughs> so many times I've seen where people will, and I've done it myself. And uh, yeah. like, for example, my developer will say, Oh, I fixed this on, on one of the plugins. Uh-huh. And then I'll go and be like, Oh, it's still not working. Why is it not working? <laughs> dun, dun, you know, pounding the keyboard all, all upset. And then she's like, did you clear your browser cache? And then I'll be like, no. <laughs> and then that yeah. fixes a problem. <laughs> and basically what's happening is your browser is loading a earlier yeah. version of whatever file it is, a CSS file, uh, JavaScript, whatever. And so you need to make sure that you're clearing your browser cache because you can do all of the other cache clearing, server, uh, cache plugin, Divi, whatever. It's but so browser, embarrassing when it happens. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, we know better, but yet we still fall into that trap of not Every clearing time. all the caches. It's the server one that gets me like, 
I don't like. Why is it so hard to just? I turn the server one thing. off for my hosting because yeah. well, it, it ends Sarah up hates caching. Time. I think is what we've learned today. <laughs> my sites load really fast, and it's because I have good quality hosting. Then I don't need to have all of these additional extra things. Yeah. So once again, guys, just to clarify what's happening with this update, the reason that it makes your sites faster is because. What it's doing is it's taking this code, as Tim mentioned at the beginning, it's it's actively it's it's not actively loading things on the page that you don't need for starters, which is huge. And then in addition to that, yeah, it's also taking all of the like the CSS and some of the other code. I'm not sure exactly what's happening with the scripts and things, but I know for sure with the CSS, it's so smart now that it's actually analyzing um i saw a video of it and i wish i could give a shout out to the guy who put it on because it was really well done but where your previous css you know if you ever go into inspect and you can see it's got like a uh, background width 100 and it's somehow in your code like 30 times this new version of divi will realize like okay we get it background width is 100 and it'll just load it once which is brilliant, and I can't even wrap my head around how they know how to do that, but that's what's happening. So, again, it also shows the level of complexity of something like this. So we want to be, as always, on Divi Chat, we want to come from a place of gratitude for all these cool things that we have and not complaining and whinging and knowing that, like, these guys are doing awesome things and it's going to just keep getting better, Um it was also mentioned, we'll put also in the show notes, the links to the episodes with Kenny Singh and with Nick Roach, because they Roach. talked about this and more to come. So there's tons yeah. of, there's more, there's more to it. This is just, uh, this is just an exciting first step in their master plan. So there's a good comment from Christian. Uh, he says all modules are split into separate files. So it recognizes which are used and based on that merges it into one dynamic CSS file. But it was a, yeah, Good that's a great to, summary. Great yeah, thank you, summary. Christian. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, and on that note too, uh, I kind of by accident found a little little hack. If for some reason you're doing something that's relying on a different part of Divi that isn't on the page and all of a sudden something breaks, uh, you can actually add the module to the page but disable it for all devices. So it won't actually show on the front end, but yeah. it'll trick the dynamic the framework trick. to then add the, the necessary code. So for example, over on divihacks.com, I have a tutorial how to build a Divi pop-up without a plugin, and it uses the magnific pop-up script and CSS that is already baked into Divi, which used to be really easy because it was always loaded on every page no matter what. Well, with this new update, now it's not. It's not loaded mm -hmm. unless you're using the gallery module or an image module with the light box option turned on. And so this really simple tutorial broke. Um, I fixed it today uh, by basically just calling the, the script and styling um, uh, style sheet. And so, um, but basically kind of troubleshooting this process, I figured out that if you have a gallery module disabled, then it'll still work. And I was trying to like recreate the problem. And I was like, why is it still working? It shouldn't still work because of the dynamic framework but it was because <laughs> it had that gallery module on there disabled. And I was like, Oh, that's an interesting little hack. Don't know if it would ever be helpful to anybody, but uh, it's there at least at this point, they might fix that and uh, make it. So if it's disabled, it, it won't load those assets for disabled awesome. modules. Yeah, well, I think tip, that goes Tim. to the, yeah, that's a top tip. I think that goes the to week. the understanding of how this is all working and how to use totally. it to your advantage too, right? Because there's some things that broke and it's like, you know, you go out and you say like, oh, I updated and you, you have 10 different people that had an issue and it's 10 different things. So for some, it was clearing their cache. For some, they had to disable this plugin. For some, it was another plugin, you know, whatever. It was all these different things. And it could be really when it comes down to it that like, you're calling a script that you don't even realize you are. So just understanding again, how it all works can help you to troubleshoot and come to a solution. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, I think we are nearing the end of the hour. We actually started on time today, which is very rare. So if this is your first time <laughs> it's to the chat and return next week, <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, if you come back same time next week and we haven't started yet, just be aware we're typically like five minutes. to seven minutes late. But today we actually started on time. So um one of the traditions we have on Divi Chat, we don't do it every time, but we do it most episodes, is we go around panel uh, and give everyone here an opportunity to have a final thought about the topic. So we'll go in the same order that we, we introduce the panel. Sarah, any final thoughts from you? Uh, my final thought is, uh, I don't know. I'll just call back to what I said before, which is go easy on elegant themes. It's super exciting. I am super, I know I said like I haven't been updating stuff, but I'm really excited about these updates and I will be using it on every, you know, site that I'm developing moving forward and finding the little bugs and things. They will get fixed. Like they're really good at fixing those little bugs. They're already up to point four. They'll be fixing it. Like if you want to know when you should update, obviously you can update whenever the hell you want. But I would say, you know, a two-week buffer is probably a really safe buffer. Um, so if you just want to allow a little extra time, then I would say give yourself that extra week and then update. Do it on a staging site if you can. If not, just clear all of those caches and maybe turn all the things off and then go one at a time turning them all back on. But don't be afraid of it and be nice to elegant themes because we love them and we need them. We do. We do. Well, we, do. <laughs> we do. How about you, Mike? Yeah, no, I just, I mean, we've had a, a great um, response to, to this tonight. And uh, if you've enjoyed the show, please come back. Be lovely to have you in the chat again. <laughs> um, it's great to see so many people with so many opinions on, on the subject. Um, I would say that also have a look. Um, if you're getting stuck on something, there are so many Divi Facebook groups and you will probably find that somebody has experienced something very similar to yourself. There's lots of help out there. Um, if you've got yourself stuck in a situation, stick call it into Christian. one of those groups. Call Christian. Oh, no. <laughs> no, don't call Christian because <laughs> poor, poor Jack's got to go to bed at some point. <laughs> um, uh, we just need two Christians, actually, don't we? Um, or ten. But, or ten, yeah. Or ten, yeah. 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 Uh, but basically, yeah, just just reach out to those groups as well as, uh, you know, if you think you, you've really hit a point where you've done everything that we've advised you to do um, and just get onto those groups and just post it. But don't forget to post a URL so that people can help you and have a look mm -hmm. at it. That's also a really, really good one. Nice. Well said, Mike. Eric, how about you? Final thoughts? Yeah, mine was going to be find you a Christian. Um, so, <laughs> you know, find yourself a Christian. But no, seriously, like, I just know my strengths and, and, and weaknesses. And I it's it's important to know how this stuff works and to be able to troubleshoot things. But you can, you can waste a whole lot of time troubleshooting yeah. something and when really it's just a click away to ask somebody a question. So don't bump. I used to always feel like I had to figure this out on my own. And, and that's the beautiful, that's one of the reasons so many of us use Divi is because of that community. So don't fumble on it too long. Mm -hmm. Don't stress about it. Like it, it's going to be fixed. And remember this, this is what, this is what's going to be. This, the complexity of this is what's going to help us stay in business. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's job security. Um, and, <laughs> and, and, and you're giving your clients a much better website experience um with all of this so just stay on the positive side of it yeah Agreed. well said stephanie mm -hmm. final thoughts uh i really appreciated what uh what eric brought out at the beginning use this to your advantage uh use it as a way to reach out to your customers this is a perfect opportunity to stir up some extra sales and at the same time to make them really love you and also, as we discussed, just make sure you do your due diligence, understand how your tools work, and then you'll be able to wield them much more effectively. Boom. And uh, mine actually piggybacks nicely off of that. Uh, this isn't a silver bullet, this update. Neither is a caching plugin. Neither, neither is a, a really high-end host. Uh, you need to take the time just to reiterate what I already said, to learn how optimization 
actually works and what you need to do and how it all kind of fits together uh, to give you a fast loading website. A great score isn't the answer. Uh, it's a good kind of goal because that is typically going to mean that it's a fast loading website. That's a great experience for your user, but scores aren't everything. Uh, so I, on divylife.com, I have a tutorial, how to speed up your Divi website. It came out a few weeks before this update, knowing that this update was coming because of our episode here on Divi chat with Nick and Kenny. Um, but it basically talks about the five most impactful steps that you can do to speed up your website. And so basically now that Divi has, has done their part, they've taken care of, all of the the Divi bloat. Now Divi is 100% bloat free, which people used to complain about Divi's bloat. That no longer is a thing. Um, but now you have to do your part. You have to do the other optimization. You need to have a, a, a good quality host, as Sarah mentioned. You need to uh, optimize your images and uh, you need to have uh, a CDN if, if your your traffic is coming from uh, you know different areas of, of your region or world. Um, so uh, there's things that you need to do. And again, learning how it all fits together and works is just going to make things um, that much easier for you rather than just turning on settings, hitting toggles and, you know, hoping that everything works perfectly and loads quickly. So um, thanks everyone for joining us on Divi chat. Special thanks to everyone who, who came in and participated in the chat. Uh, we, we love you for that. If you are, uh, enjoying Divi Chat, give us a thumbs up on this episode. Uh, we would highly, highly appreciate it. And if you're feeling especially loving, uh, we would love a podcast review wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, what is it? Stephanie, rate this podcast.com slash Divi Chat. Is that right? Yep. That's the one. Boom. You can give there's us also, a review and we'll there's read also it live. A full we will read it. There's also a form on our website. There's been a few things. I know Joan Margow is a regular in the chat and she's saying, I want to hear more about this. If you guys have something specific you'd like to hear us discuss on the air, please uh, go over to divi.chat and hit the link in the footer to uh, submit a topic idea. And we, we'd be super glad to have it and to uh, give you a thank you on the air for submitting it. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a good week.